Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. 79 Westville Vista, Mrs. McGee says her husband should go see an oculist. Mr. McGee says he'll do no such thing. So, here sitting in the office of Westville Vista's leading oculist, we find Fibber McGee and Molly. Now, stop your fidgeting, McGee. The doctor will see you in just a few minutes. I don't care if he never sees me. This whole idea is silly. I don't need glasses. Oh, you don't? No. I suppose you were just kidding this morning when you yelled, Hey, I found a quarter. And then you picked up the manhole cover. (laughs) Well, shucks. There's nothing really wrong with my eyes at all. I just strained them a little looking for that comet, that's all. Well, I'm glad to hear you even admit that. Heavenly days, it's no disgrace to wear glasses. Oh, you just say that on account of Uncle Dennis. He doesn't wear glasses. Oh, no. He's worn out most of ours one way and another. (laughs) Well, you'll admit he carries it like a gentleman. Yeah. He even hiccups with a Harvard accent. Look, Molly, you know very well my eye strain is just a temporary condition. I don't... Sorry, Josh. Sure's a load off my mind. Oh, hello there, old-timer. Been getting your eyes examined? Yep. As the chemist says, when the dye factory blew up, I come out with flying colors. (laughs) Well, what did the doctor tell you? Oh, he says I didn't have a thing to worry about, daughter. Says I'll be reading newspapers without glasses when I'm 95. Oh, Oh, that's swell, old-timer. I'm glad to hear it. What's the matter with your eyes? Got a twitch in one of them, Johnny. Oh. (laughs) Nervous? Not till I had my face slapped the third time. (laughs) They thought you were a masher, eh? (laughs) Well, as I always says, old-timer, the trouble with flirting is that you're generally flirting with trouble. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good, Johnny. But that ain't the way I hear it. The way I heard it, which was t'other day while I was sitting in a little booth getting my pants pressed because the garden needed some rain. It always rains when I get my pants pressed, which is why they don't have any women in the weather bureau. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, the way you heard it. Oh, uh, oh yeah. One fellow says to t'other fellow. Hey, he says. I see where a young college feller pole vaulted more than 15 feet. To a new world's record last Saturday. Ain't that wonderful? Yeah, says t'other feller. But he never could have done it without that big stick. (laughs) Well, I guess the doctor will be seeing you in a minute, kid. Well, thanks, Mr. Oldtimer. You say he thought your eyes were all right, huh? Yep. Says I'll be reading newspapers without glasses when I'm 95. On one condition. What's the condition? Gotta learn to read. I wonder how old he is, McGee. Search me, but I'd swear he wears a TP. No. No. You mean a frappe. I do not. A frappe is a small sedan. Go on, that's a coupe. Well, then what's a TP? 
A teepee is a wigwam. That's what I've been trying to say. To keep his wigwam, he has to wear a teepee. Oh, dear. That joke was old when radio was just a funny noise from Schenectady. Oh, I wish that doctor'd hurry. No, we're not in any hurry. Besides, that other guy's ahead of us. Who? That guy standing over there in the corner. Hey, uh, take your hat off, mister. There's a lady present. McGee, that's a hat rack. Huh? Oh. <laughs> well, I just... <laughs> All right, Mr. McGee, you're next, I believe. Will you step in here, please? Okay, Doc. You may come, too, if you wish, Mrs. McGee. Oh, thank you, Doc. <laughs> now, you understand, I- I'm just doing this to humor my wife, Doc. <laughs> my eyes are as good as they ever were. Uh, we'll see, we'll see. We'll just give you a preliminary examination, Mr. McGee. Yes, 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 yes. yes. So there's nothing to worry about. <laughs> Who's worrying? I am. <laughs> what about? Oh, nothing in particular. I just worry. It gives me that busy professional frown, you know. <laughs> Very valuable. Impresses people. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> now, first, Mr. McGee, I want you to read the chart for me. X-K-M-Z-O-P-L-B-W. Isn't that wonderful, Doctor? It certainly is. Now, I'll put up the chart and see if he can do it. <laughs> Now then, Mr. McGee, uh, read the top line. Uh, the top line from the bottom? Quit stalling, McGee. Read the chart. Well, he cheated. That ain't the chart I'm familiar with. <laughs> Look, Mr. McGee, I'm afraid I'll have to relax the muscles of your eyes before I can examine them properly. Uh, they're a bit strained, you know. Oh, well, how will you do that, Doctor? We'll put drops in them. Oh. It relaxes the muscles and enlarges the pupil. Oh, yeah. His vision will be blurred for a few hours, and then I want him to come back. Say in about three hours. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, no, no, no. Wait a minute, Doc. Now? Sir, I don't want to... Now, McGee? Huh? Who knows best? You are the doctor. You don't either. (laughs) Go ahead, doctor. Very well. Open your eyes wide, McGee. (laughs) Not your mouth, your eyes. That's it. Yes, 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 yes. One, two, there. Now, that wasn't so bad, was it? No. Oh, I guess I'll live to it. I ain't scared. Well, then what are you trembling? I'm not trembling. The doctor ought to know, dearie. You're holding his hand. Huh? Oh. (laughs) I thought that was yours, Molly. (laughs) Excuse me, Doc. (laughs) That's all right. I'll have the circulation back in that hand in no time. (laughs) Well... That's all for now, Mr. McGee. Remember, back here in three hours. Yes, 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 yes. Well, now, uh, what will we do in the meantime? Well, we might go sit in a movie. Don't be silly. You couldn't see the picture and the dialogue wouldn't make sense. Oh, that's all right, Mrs. McGee. <laughs> Who is he to criticize senseless dialogue, eh? <laughs> Don't you worry about your eyes, Mr. McGee. There may be nothing at all wrong, you know. Nothing at all. Oh, I'm not worried, Doc. All us McGee's have had good eyes, particularly the men in the family. Why, even when I was a tiny baby, people used to say, can you imagine such beautiful eyes in a mug like that? <laughs> eyes a mug and McGee, I was known as. <laughs> oh, 
Eyes of Morgan McGee, a magnificent masculine mess of muscle and mental magnitude mentioned in Milady's monthly magazines as the mighty male who managed to mesmerize most of the merry minxes of Monte Carlo and the majority of Marcel's maidens of Manhattan and many of the magnetic misses of Mississippi, Missouri, Michigan, Montana, Minneapolis, Minnesota. A merry mess of manhood with a touch of Irish off, but let's get going, Molly, or I'll believe this stuff myself. <laughs> This was a swell idea of yours, Molly, stopping in here for a bite to eat instead of sitting in the park. Oh, you're right, dearie. Is the medicine wearing off? Oh, sure. I can see better now than I... Whoops! What's the matter? <laughs> I guess I'm kind of clumsy today. I dropped the top off the ketchup bottle and into the sugar bowl. <laughs> that was an olive, and you dropped it in the cream pitcher, and there's no ketchup on the table. <laughs> Heavenly days, it's a good thing I'm with you, goodness knows what. Uh-oh, McGee. Huh? There's Mrs. Uffington over at that table behind the post. Hmm. What's the old war horse eating? A bale of hay all grotten? Let me see. No, she's polishing off a big piece of chocolate chiffon pie. Hmm. And the next time she tries to tell me about living on Melba toast and skim milk, I'll... Oh, how do you do, Mrs. Uppington? Imagine meeting you here. Oh, how do you do, my dear? Good day, Miss McGee. Hi, Uppy. Uh, Mrs. Uppington is over there, dearie. I'm Mrs. McGee. <laughs> You're looking very well for yourself, Abigail, old girl. <laughs> oh, thank you, my dear. Though I must do something about my weight. I'm simply gaining ounces, you know. <laughs> oh, cut it out, Uppy. Cut it out. You got a wonderful figure, Uppy. In fact, I never seen you look handsomer than you do today. You ain't fat. You're you're just chubby in a cute way. Oh, flatterer! <laughs> Besides, what have you do gained, little Abigail? I always said what this country needs is less hustle and more bustle. <laughs> and that's a mighty ducky little chapeau you're sporting today, too, Uppy. Mr. McGee, I am not wearing a hat. Huh? Oh, I thought that was an airplane. <laughs> well, you're always so far ahead of the styles. I thought you had one on had on one of them new off-of-the-head hats. <laughs> oh, now you say such sweet things, Mr. McGee. I have a tough time doing it, though. <laughs> My head is easily turned, you know. <laughs> well, that's because your neck is so skinny, Abigail. If now, uh, you if know, you Molly don't... Uppy seems to have took on entirely new personality lately. You think Looking so? at her right now, she's she kind of vibrates. She she just glows. There's a there's a kind of a radiance about her. Oh, no, 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 Mister McGee, you silly boy. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, you never talked to me like that before. Of course he didn't. He never had an Oculus put drops in his eyes before either. Oh, oh, you poor boy. Yeah. Now, doesn't it make everything look horribly distorted? Yes. Oh, oh, you mean all those nice things you... Well, I have never been so insulted. Goodbye, you. You squirt. <laughs> Did I say something wrong? Oh, no. But I don't think that was government-infected baloney you were dishing out. 
Come on, McGee, let's go. Okay, you paid the check? Yes, I did. Can I help you with your coat, dearie? No, thanks, I got it. You got it all right. You got it inside out. Huh? Oh. <laughs> Here, let me. McGee, this isn't your coat. Huh? It isn't? Well, where is mine? I put it right on that rack there. Oh, dear. Somebody must have taken yours by mistake and left this one. Huh? Look, here's the owner's name on the inside of the pocket. Wallace Wimple. Wallace Wimple, eh? Well, whoever he is, he's got a lot of moxie swiping my coat. Wait till I get my hands on that guy. He'll wish he'd never well, picked on... Well, hello to... there, folks. What's the matter? Hi, Gildersleeve. No, it isn't Mr. Gildersleeve, dearie. <laughs> That's Mr. Wilcox. Oh. He's being examined for glasses, Mr. Wilcox, and he's got drops in his eyes. Hey, Harlow, somebody swiped my overcoat and left this one instead. Well, you're lucky. That's a good-looking coat. Well, now, we'll have to find the owner. Uh, do you know a Mr. Wallace Wimple, Mr. Wilcox? Wimple. Wimple. Not Wallace Wimple. Yeah, you know him? Me know Wallace Wimple? Oh, boy, we're <laughs> in luck. Why, say, when I first started working for Johnson's Wax, before I even knew what a wonderful thing Johnson's Wax was for beautifying and protecting floors and furniture and woodwork against dust and dirt and dampness. Before I even found out what a blessing Johnson's Wax was for particular housewives. And that was... Well, let's see. We've been on the air for Johnson's Wax six years today. And I worked for them four years before that. That's ten years. Yes, sir, ten years. And in all that time, I've never known anybody by the name of Wallace Wimple. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Why, it's unbelievable. Will Cox is your real name, O'Sullivan. O'Sullivan? No, why? Well, I just wondered. You can find more heels to drag a sales talk in by than anybody. <laughs> Oh, <clears throat> don't say that, pal. You're not a heel. You're a very nice little guy. Of course, you're not too bright, and you talk too much, but outside of that... McGee, stop swinging at Mr. Wilcox. Wait till you can see better. <laughs> oh, that's okay, Molly. He was just kidding. Yeah. And so was I. We can't spoil our sixth anniversary together by fighting. Look, Fibber, why don't you keep this coat and just call it good luck? Because I'm too honest and it don't fit. <laughs> Come on, Molly, we gotta go find Wimple. Oh, why didn't somebody tell me my shirt tail was sticking out? Oh, oh but look Fibber, out, that... Jerry, look out. Who threw that? What the what We the... tried to tell you that wasn't your shirt tail, that was the tablecloth. Oh, sure. <laughs> I wish we knew who this Wallace Wimple was. Did you ask the manager of the gas company? Yes, and the light company and the water company. Maybe we should hire a private detective. I'm going to do something. I, I wish my eyes would clear up. As it is, I wouldn't know this Wallace Wimple if I saw him. Ouch! That ratted bud, what's the idea of jabbing me with that cigar? Who do you think you oh, are to... now, stand... now, McGee. He I'll didn't... teach him to stand around in front of cigar stores and bump into people. I got a good notion to slap you down, bud. What do you think of that? Well, ain't you got anything to say? Indians don't talk much, McGee. <laughs> Is he an Indian? Yes, and a wooden one at that. Huh? Oh. <laughs> 
excuse me, Chief. <laughs> I guess I was off the reservation. <laughs> hi, mister. Oh, hi there, little girl. I-, I can't see you very good, but I recognize your voice. I got some stuff in my eyes, and I don't see very well for a while yet. A while. Why? Well, they do that so they can examine your eyes better. What's the matter with them, mister? You got astigmatism? Got what, sis? Astigmatism. Shucks, sis. We could have had a cute routine if you'd only mispronounced that. <laughs> I know it, but it would have been kind of corny, I bet you. <laughs> well, maybe it would. And seeing that this is our sixth anniversary for Johnson's Wax, maybe we better go easy on the corn. On the what? Corn. I'm hungry. <laughs> What's the matter with you, sis? You a food hoarder? You save it for a friend? No. No, but I got to feed my puppy and my kitty and a, and a turkle. And last Sunday, my papa gave me Easter Bunny. Oh, he did, huh? Hmm? I says he did, huh? He did what? Your father gave you an Easter Bunny. Gee, did he? That rabbit, you said he did. I know it. Well, then what... It... Now, look, sis, did you ever hear of a guy named Wallace Wimple? Sure. When? Just now. Hmm. Why, Dad? Because i got to find him, that's why. And say, by the way, if you ever hear of anyone named Wallace Wimple, come and tell me, will you? And I'll give you a nickel. Mm, it's worth ten cents, I bet you. Oh. Okay, ten cents. You mean, you mean you'll give me ten cents if I tell you how to find him, hmm, do you, hmm, please? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Give me the dime. You know how I can find him? Sure I do, I bet. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Okay, here's ten cents. What do I do? Look in the telephone book. <laughs> oh, Hey, Molly, lead me to the nearest phone booth, will you? All right, dearie. I don't know how we overlook such an obvious idea. Well, sometimes the things right under your nose are the hardest to see, as the high school kid says when he tries to raise a mustache. <laughs> hey, Molly. What? Does drops in your eyes affect your other muscles? I'm developing an awful limp. Oh, it isn't serious, dearie. You're walking with one foot in the gutter. Huh? <laughs> Let's go down to Kramer's drugstore and see if we well, can... Well, well, well. Hello, Mrs. McGee. Hello, Fibber. Hello, Mr. Gildersleeve. Is that you, Throcky? <laughs> well, what's the matter with you, little chum? What are they leading you around for? Oh, don't drip so much. You big drip. <laughs> You make me sick with all McGee's that. McGee's been to the Oculus, Mr. Gildersleeve, and he's got drops in his eyes. Not that it bothers me at the moment, Gildersleeve. You always did look like a big blur to me anyway. Is that so? Yes, that's Why, so. you astigmatic little biological error? For two cents, I'd pop you one right on that little receding chin of yours. And if you haven't got two cents, you can open an account with me. Drops 
in the eyes, Gildersleeve. I could handle you with one hand tied behind me and juggling three Japanese with my feet. You couldn't juggle the accounts in a piggy bank, you little vacuum. Gildersleeve! Oh, here, here, here. For goodness sakes, boys, stop it. Oh. Don't you realize this is our sixth anniversary for Johnson's Wax? Well. Let's all be friends at least for one day. Well, all right. For one day. <laughs> one day it is, Gildersleeve. But what are you doing tomorrow? Nothing. Okay. Suppose I meet you in back of a firehouse and slap a few of your cheap gold fillings down your noisy apparatus. <laughs> You're a hard man, McGee. Goodbye, George! Hey, Trocky. What is it, chum? You know a guy named Wallace Wimple? Wallace Wimple. Wallace Wimple. Oh, Wallace Wimple. Why, certainly. Oh, huh. An old college chum of mine. Oh. Yeah. He used to sleep in the next seat of me in chapel. For goodness sakes. Well, where does he live, Mr. Gildersleeve? Uh, wait a minute. I have it right down here in my address book. Wimple. W-W-W. Here's Wilma. Wilma, huh? Uh, <clears throat> Wilma's a horse. <laughs> yeah, she's running in the Derby this year. <laughs> uh, w W. Ah, here it is, Wally Wimple, thirteen forty-five Oak Street. And when you see him, okay. taxi, taxi. Okay, Molly, let's go. Come on, McGee. Come on, get in quick. No, no, in the back seat, dear. Oh. That's it. Thank you, Mr. Gildersleeve. Now, wait a minute, folks. What's this all about? I might... Oh, go tat a tip at you, big mug. I'll see you tomorrow behind the firehouse. Oh! <laughs> Oak Street, driver, and step on it now. Step on it. Watch the step, dearie. Here, take hold of my hand. Now, you let me handle this, Molly. This guy may be a professional crook, and I might have to get tough with him. Well, what if he's a big bruiser? Well, I, uh... Yes? Yeah. Hi, bud. You Wallace Wimple? Yes, I am. Big guy, Molly? No, he's just a little guy, McGee. Yes, eh? Now, you look here, Wimple. You got a lot of nerve swiping my coat out of that restaurant. I got a notion to kick you around and teach you respect for other people's property. What's the idea of taking my coat? Well, bless my soul. I didn't even know I had taken the wrong one. Well, uh, is this your coat, Mr. Wimple? Oh, it certainly is, and thank you so much for returning it. Is that all you've got to say, Wimple? Ain't you going to apologize? Yes, I, I certainly am. It was a very ridiculous mistake. But at the time, I couldn't tell one coat from another. Well, why not? Well, I went to an oculus this morning, and he put some drops in my eyes. Isn't that silly? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen... 
Tonight's program marks the beginning of our seventh year on the air for Johnson's Wax. And the people in both Racine and Wistful Vista want to thank you all for your loyalty and friendship. That's right. If it hadn't been for you folks, why, we would... Telegram. Telegram for Tim and McGee and Molly. I'll take it, Wallace. <laughs> Thanks. Let me read it, dearie. Remember your eyes. Oh, how nice. Listen, McGee. Yeah? Congratulations to Fibber McGee and Molly on their sixth anniversary. You have done a wonderful job, and we hope your sponsor appreciates you as much as we do. (laughs) We hope they sign you up for another six years. (laughs) That'll be 89 cents, please. It's collect. (laughs) It is not collect. I paid for that, Philip. Good night. Good night, all. 